Hello everyone, this is your host, James T. Green of the I Am Podcast, and I'm back with some more fire. I'm doing it a little different on the intro. I have Mr. Twilly Filler himself, and he dropping that ether, the stuff that make your soul burn slow. So, usually I have one interview each week with a guest Uh, I'm going to do it a little different this time Uh, I'm going to break this interview up into two sections um, so I can ensure the listeners get all of the knowledge that he's trying to kick uh, down to a specific uh, targeted group of individuals that I think will need to hear this so uh, this week it'll just be a little bit of the introduction uh, getting to know Mr. Twilly, Philly, and a little bit about the store. And next week, he'll go deeper into the store. Um, and we'll have our I Am Affirmations after the second week. Um, so, without further ado, <laughs> let's get into it. What is influence to you? It's what you love. It's what inspires you. Like, my influence is my woman. Where's Raquel? Think about a football player. He actually gets paid, a professional football player, millions of dollars to play some shit that he would do for free. That's the best hustle in the world. So you got to find out what you love and then work harder than everyone else to be good at it because it shouldn't feel like work if you really love it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like time, you don't even feel time when you're doing something you enjoy. But when you're doing something you hate, this shit moves crazy slow. I've never seen anybody put in 100% and lose. I've never seen that. I've seen people that have the potential but I, I see a lot of like people that may be untalented but have the work ethic, they win. Right. I see people that are very talented with no work ethic, ethic, they lose and just be entitled and judgmental. And I'm here with the founder and the owner of the infamous Twilly Philly. Welcome. How are you, Twilly? All right, all right. Good to be here. So, um, as you know, this is the I Am Podcast. Want to start things off by letting the listeners know a little bit about you. Can you tell them a little bit about you and who you are? Yes, sir. Uh, I'm born and raised in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Uh, Hattiesburg High Class 2001, like you said, you know. Um, and we just, just, just a neighborhood guy, you know, came from nothing. I definitely, you know, we, we ain't no uh, rich guys like that. We just some hustlers. We just making money off our food and restaurant, you know, doing our thing. Speaking of doing your thing, man, I follow you on all social media platforms. It looks like from one small idea, you was able to make a dream come true, man. Can you walk us, the listeners, me and the listeners through how that idea came about and to this big dream? I got my blessing from trying to be a blessing. Uh, a guy that was real close to me uh, by the name of Doc, he had built the, um, a, a convenience store in Hattiesburg. I mean, he built it from the ground up. He owned the land. Uh, and that was that was historic in itself. We, you know, if you know, if anybody's familiar with Hattiesburg, Mississippi, really, it's not a lot of black-owned businesses that are built from the ground up. Um, and so we built the the, the uh, store, and then he added a kitchen onto it. And he passed away. I mean, probably the kitchen may have been over three months. And so, you know, I was able to kind of go in and work. And I'm not, I wasn't a chef by trade or anything like that. But I was pretty much the only person that could kind of afford to go in there and work and not really get paid, you know, or not, you know, demand a certain salary and all that. 
just so I went in and like I said, at the time I was doing a little rapping. I had a couple billboards around the city with my name on them. And so I took my name. I wanted to take it and do something with the restaurant to make it, uh, you know, make it profitable. And so I used to eat a chicken sandwich and somebody left some shrimp one day and I just put it on the sandwich. And Doc's brother, Turk, he came in and he looked at it and he said, now you can say that, big dude. And he hit me. I said, you know what? I can't say it. Uh, and I got my little particulars together, and uh, we started calling it the Twilly Philly, and we, we sold it. We sold it, and we sold it, and it uh, got the restaurant going the way it was, you know, needed to be. And so as I stepped out of the picture and let his family go ahead and run it, and once it was, you know, able to be ran, I kind of started, took the sandwich approach, and I took it to, like, local little barbershops and, let's see, like, dance clubs and, uh, you know, anywhere that I can just stand outside and make a couple of dollars. Thank God we kind of grew that little situation and we uh, rented out a nightclub, uh, kitchen, I'm sorry, kitchen in a nightclub. Um, and then we finally saved up enough money where I can get my own. Uh, and now we have our own business. We've been in business in the um, location we're in now for almost two years. November made two years. And so, yeah, that was, that's, you know, to make a, a long story longer, that was pretty much, you know, how we got it. A natural born hustler, like you said, man. It seems like from wanting to give back, or in the beginning, wanting to give back, wanting to help uh, Doc and supporting some of the local barbershops and dance clubs, it seems like this uh, sandwich turned into a blessing. Nice, nice, nice. I know that the journey wasn't easy as you made it sound, man. Uh, can you tell the listeners some about some or one of the obstacles you had to overcome in making this blessing come true? Man, like you say, it's, it's a thousand. You know, any entrepreneur is always going to have more stories about losses than wins. Even when you're fortunate enough to have several wins, it takes so many losses to get to them, you know. But, oh, man, I can tell you about, um, uh, like I said, the nightclub I rented out, the gentleman I was uh, dealing with. I mean, I literally lost thousands and thousands of dollars on the bill. Uh, you know, sometimes you, you, you really are so young. At that point, I was young. I mean, just eager to be in business. And I, I made a lot of mistakes as far as spending money that I had saved on. Uh, when you go back and look at the contract, it was very cut and dry. I tried to negotiate it a different way, and they were very adamant about, you know, they wanted to pay all of the bills, and they just wanted a percentage from the kitchen. But when it was time for the bills to be paid, I mean, it, it got terrible. It got to the point where I even had to pay their employees. They had a bar, and we were just at the restaurant. I mean, I had to even pay the waitress, pay the bartenders. And so in that situation, um, you know, it, it, it was two things. One, I, I always... Um, Try to take accountability anytime I make a mistake, regardless, even if it's not my fault, because that's the only way you're going to ever change things. You know, so anytime you're looking to, to up, or like you say, level up these days, anytime you're looking to level up, you got to take a look in the mirror and say, everything is my fault. What could I have done to avoid this? Um, so I, I feel like I could have maybe checked the backgrounds a little bit more, asked some people about them, uh, you know. And, and, you know, it's just other things I could have done to avoid that situation that I overlooked. But like I said, that, that, that was long drawn out. That went on for a year and a half. You know, that, that's time definitely wasted. And I just thank God I was able to overcome that to get to where we are now and where we're going. So it sounds like you learned a lot from that. And if we kind of 
reframe the thinking, those trials end up being a blessing because it sounds like you learned a lot about business and, and contracts and how you want to set up things from now on. Right, right. And one, um, you know, one thing I always say, I do get the chance to speak and do a little motivational speaking. Uh, my wife's a teacher, so I get to speak to her classes and different places uh, in the community. And it's a, it's a song uh, by Nas and R. Kelly. And then the song Nas says, I tried to learn the game, but only thing I found incredible, everything I tried to learn, I already knew. And I'm saying that to say that your fundamental instincts, a lot of the time, are going to be right. Up your head, you learn from. Well, Helen, losing money is the best way to learn anything. And you losing a thousand, thousands of dollars. Hell, I'm pretty sure you learn quick, huh? Oh man, listen, listen. You learn it, and then it's a, you know, in a situation like that, you you learn a lesson, but you got to still live with that sting every day until you make your way out of that situation. You know, so. Like I say, the things I learned, um, and the thing I gained the most from that loss is confidence. Like, listen, man, just do what you feel is right. Make sure you're making a level-headed decision. Making decisions are hard, man, for a lot of people. And so with that confidence, man, how was that transition going from being that neighborhood dude into an actual business owner? Well, I think it has its challenges um, like everything else, but... It's um, it's I think it's a lot easier than it would be thought of. I mean, for instance, if uh, like right now, I may have a you know you have like your food companies like eighteen wheeler trucks like Cisco and Merchant Company, people like those. Well, my tab with them is like like ten grand. You know, I can go over like the twenty grand or whatever, but. You know, right now my tab with them is up to like ten grand. Well, if you got oh, a guy in the street ten thousand dollars, you you may you can't even come out so high. You know, but it's a different it's a different um scenario when you're in business. It's just a different world, and that's why I say anybody who can accumulate money and, and survive and sustain in the street for years at a time, and listen, if you can just do a little reading, just sit down and kind of get focused, find something that you want to do. This business world, I'm telling you, it's 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 waiting for you. It's waiting for you, brother. I promise. And it sounds like it mirrors each other. It definitely mirrors each other. And once, like I say, once a person realizes that the fundamentals and on each side are the same, uh, as far as supply and demand, as far as taking care of your customers, as far as taking care of paying the taxes or paying, uh, you know, your, your necessary fees and, and, and things, just like the streets, if you, you know, you, you have to pay, like they say, pay the plug, where well, you got to pay your, your, your bills. You know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Like I say, so I, I always encourage brothers and sisters, you know, who are in the streets or, just trying to figure out a better way in life, try to work for yourself. You know, try to open up your own business and, and see what happens because you never know, especially with social media and things of that nature. You got things blowing up now that, you know, years ago would have never had a chance. People would have never knew who they were. And the risk is a lot smaller than it would be if they go out and, and, and try to make uh, moves in the streets. Yes, sir. Yes, Man, and that's why I wanted you on here because I needed somebody. I don't know if you know, but I used to work with uh, at-risk youth or, or youth in the probation system. And, and, and you know me. I don't fit the bill for a street dude. But I know about the streets because that's what I, I, I kind of grew up around. And so 
I used to try to tell them some of the same things, man, but I wanted to have somebody on the show who could who could really speak the language, talk the language, who did it, uh, and who's now successful, man. Right, right. It's, it's the, um, you know, the thing that when you, if, you know, those who are trying to make the transition, it's definitely a discipline uh, you have to develop. You know, it's, it's just, you have to kind of really be tired of one thing and be ready for another thing, you know, and that's not always easy. So, like I say, it's, it's better to develop a discipline. Uh, because when you try to do things without discipline, it kind of leans to emotion, and you know how your emotions are. You might feel like doing this, or you might feel like doing that, that, that. Um, but to any any young people, um, or anybody who, like I say, is looking at their background and feel like, you know, what well, I ain't never get a job, I never be able to, you know, be a productive member of society. Um, I'd, like I said, I encourage everybody, and even those who not, like I, I honestly encourage everybody to. Um, to to find some type of entrepreneurial venture and put some time and some effort into it. And like I said, things won't always work. Like I told you, I rapped at first. Well, you you know, we not on the podcast when we rap. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. sometimes we're going to try some things and, and it ain't going to work. You know, I tried to rap and I got the billboards. My friends and I, we thought we was the BMFs and the big meets and I, we saw their billboards, so we went and got them and we thought we was, you know, we was going to be the big rappers. Well, it didn't work out that way. You know? Yeah. It's definitely going to be time to try things that don't work, but it's, you know, keep going, try something else. Try something else and keep going. Session one is in the books. Join us next week for session two. People who know how to cook, I had one of those big pots, and I put the whole damn bag of grease in there, and I filled the pot to the top with water. I didn't boil the water first or nothing. <laughs> And remember, if it don't work, try something else until you get it right. Everything you have is already in you. Don't forget those I am affirmations. I am resilient. I am determined. I am consistent. I am made with the purpose of doing great things. I am a student of life. I am destined for greatness. I am enough. Was all we had, dreamt the plushed out past, complaining, the mental straining. How many of my crew is into gaining? Subtract the weak links about the chaining, rise and start raining. Blasphemy, using Nas name in vain. Some claim supreme being, yet they lied in his name. I tried to learn the game, and only thing I found incredible. Everything I tried to learn, see, I already That's knew. Right. And it's embedded in my heart now, so I can sit back, count a stack, and play my part now.